take a little break. I did a little costume change. <laughs> Not really, just took my hair. Okay, are there any other big differences between daytime and part-time? The biggest thing for me is when you audition, it's the emotional play that you have with it. You know, most series you get like two or three scenes, you get kind of an understanding of the character. You're not tipping the hat to where, what, what is going on in the scene. For daytime, the biggest thing is that the one scene that you get for the audition is the only scene you have. And your character is helping push along that storyline no matter what the storyline is. And so it's trying to find an emotional arc within that character. It's hard for under fives. It's really hard to explain to you know, co-stars, like, here's your coffee, simple lines. But especially in daytime, they're not written just because or to take up time. There's actually a reason for you to be in that moment, in that scene. And even, you know, if you're a character, you're a doctor, you're a nurse, it's finding what is that emotional arc. Where am I going to hit it? And how am I going to bring the audience in? We show them the episode every single day. So the biggest thing about our show is that if somebody's tuning in today, I want them to tune in tomorrow. Typical breakdown of our show, first five minutes is always recap. Why? Because not everybody watches our show every day. Or somebody's been on vacation for three weeks and my VDR is too whatever. And then the next, like, ten minutes is new story. Where the characters are going, you know, whether, like I said, even in the recap, it's like, oh yeah, those other three, those other characters we even talked about in a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're coming back. And then the last five minutes of every single episode is cliffhanger. So you turn in the next day. Right. So it's kind of knowing your part and knowing your yeah, cliffhanger every episode. It's a lot. It's a lot. How do they keep coming up with the story? I know, it's crazy now. You're a couple weeks out from when you cast the role. When they shoot it, so let's say you shot two a day, when is that episode? Usually about a month. You guys are saying, because they gotta be like, blah, First show about round. Yes. Is everybody gonna be good looking, to be honest? <laughs> For our show in specific, obviously you want to have somebody that you can be versatile with. You want to have a hot, good-looking girl, a hot, good-looking dude, because, you know, they might be in a couple and then somebody's cousin comes over and wants to get in on, you know, their diva boyfriend and all that. So you do want people to be versatile and respect and be comfortable with their bodies, because obviously there's sex things. Daytime nudity. So, no, so it's something that they like to keep in mind. You know, when people watch and they go, oh, he's cute. I'm going to tune in tomorrow and see right. where this person is. You know, it's getting the audience into it right. connected. But we do have quirky goals. We I'm do gonna say, have like, the smaller like, artists that maybe like some of the yeah. recurring to the principles can be like a quirky character actor or something. Exactly. Like that. A few years ago, we had Monica Ferran and Jim O'Hare on our show, and they play a couple that are happen to be flying to all these different places, and one of our characters will end up getting stuck in the middle of them on an airplane seat. Yeah. And so they have a lot of great comedy things that they pull in, and they actually have a fun Emmys for that. Oh, wow. Diversity. Diversity. They actually have a full Emmys for that. Oh, wow. Diversity. Diversity is very important to us. Okay. We try our best. I'll be honest, it's hard because our storyline is a white family in right. Beverly Hills. And we try to bring in different types of diversity for our show. I do have to pair all the extras on my show. Oh, we have to talk about that in a second. I like to make our sets representative of Los Angeles. Because we're the only soap opera that's actually based in a real city. Oh, they all are fake cities? Yes. Oh, they're all fake cities. I don't watch any cities. Okay. I can't keep up with a daily show. So that's my biggest thing. Me and my boss, too, like I said, we're looking for the best actor. We're looking for the diversity as well to keep our show relevant. Does diversity come in more in the smaller roles, or do you guys have contract people that are diverse? We have a few contract people that are diverse. Um, I know that, like, with our writers and whatnot, that they that is something they have been trying to work on is to open up that field, open up that door, and we're just waiting to see kind of what happens. It, that's one of the hard things, though, too. It's like, so far, it's been on for 33 years. If somebody's playing a role and they leave, after their contract is done, but we want to bring that role back, we have to recast the character. 
Pregnant was a new actor on a show, Matthew Atkinson, who plays Thomas. This character, Thomas, has probably been recast seven times throughout his lifetime as like a child all the way up until now. You always get people that love the new one or they hate the new one. Everybody has their opinion. But when we're looking so for... Oh my gosh, those people know, like, when we're looking for somebody, we'll be like, they have to be white. You know, he right. can't all of a sudden have like, right. a okay. Hispanic son. Like, that doesn't work for right. what our show is because it's carrying out a legacy of what the show right. is. I know you've only worked on both people, but like, are all soaps like that too? No, no, there's different. Um, what a lot of soaps will do is they introduce different families into uh, their show. For us, we, we have had different families that were introduced, and then the storyline just kind of went, yeah. you know, cleared itself out. I think all the shows have different families involved with um, any ethnicity trying to connect people right. and so people can relate to them, the characters right. on the show. What do you think about people talking about like soap acting or like how like some actors like don't want to be on a soap opera because it's like not real actor like they like think it's less than or like you know I, when i first started i had never really watched daytime i never knew anything about it my greatest example is i was watching as after i got hired i was there and one of our characters Steffi, jackie mckinnis would she had to do a scene where she walks outside this house and she stops in the moonlights looking you know beaming down on her and she has to have a single tear go down her face and she does and i hear cut do it again and lighting was off. She goes back in, two minutes later, comes out, stops, single tear, then Crap, audio was off, do it again. They did it four times, and every single time she hit it. I think daytime in that respect is such a great ground for people getting their feet wet and learning how to be on set, learning how to be together. Right, because you're on set and all day, every day. And your, your emotions have to be on your sleeve. Yeah. They have to be ready to go no matter where you're at. You're only doing like two, three takes. Exactly. Probably get so good at memorizing super quickly. Exactly. You're like literally memorizing a whole episode every day right. for the next day. Well, totally. Well, shooting totally. episode yeah, that day. Yeah, shooting episode that day. Or two. Mm-hmm. And what I've been finding is that a lot of the Hallmark or Lifetime movies, the holiday movies, they've been using a lot of soap actors mm-hmm. because they work on a very tight schedule too. They'll shoot an entire movie in like two weeks or 20 days or something right. like that. And a lot of the soap actors, it's easy for them to go, oh, this is only 60 pages. I've got this. You know? But yeah, I think it's a great training ground. I think, you know, learning how to be on set, you know, manage your time, hair and makeup, getting to where you need to be, being ready to go, all that. It's such a great place to begin. I've seen people who have done daytime go into prime time and then come back. I think personally, it's because of the steadiness of daytime that you're consistently working. There's always something happening. There's always something to work with. And as you know, in prime time, prime time, you're lucky if you get a guest star, let alone a recurring guest star, let alone a recurring being more consecutive than every, you know, once a month. Yeah, or look if you get a pilot and pilot gets picked up or all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to Like, what makes somebody stand out for you? What makes somebody stand, their headshot stand out for you in that sea of 2000? And is there something different that you're looking for for daytime and headshots than what you would have looked for for a pilot in prime time? Besides being good looking and white. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, is there a different quality you're looking for in headshots for daytime? Or is it you're just looking for the best actor still? But, like, and if that's the case, then what makes somebody stand out, their headshot stand out in general? Any case at any casting office, there's a role. Karen, woman in her 30s, you know, has a suspicion. Just past. Right. But you know, whatever the character breakdown might be. But really, I know that it's so and so's cousin from, you know, generations right. ago, and they're coming back to steal back there because your their cousin stole their name and they're right. you know, all these different sinister things or whatever. 
So there's a lot more of a history in the background that I have when I'm looking through things. It's not, but it's correct, not. correct. Yeah, because we don't look at so much information. So it's matching that up. It's seeing people who have had either roles similar or something that that would work with this. We also love to give people shots. Just give them a try. Just be like, yeah. Just yeah. like, I don't know what this is, but their, you know, their resume is looking, yeah. looks pretty interesting, or I looked at their reel, and, right. you know, yeah, I think I want to, let's have them come in, let's just yeah. have them read. There's no harm in having them read, you know? Right. The biggest thing about having people read is how much time we have. Because even if we're just seeing 12 people, that's an hour. The longest session I've ever had in my life, it's one of my pilots, um, we get 38 people, and that casting session took over three hours. It just wears you out. Keep hearing the same thing over and over again. And I'll also get as people say, like, oh, you didn't bring me in for the nurse. And I'm like, right. Because next week we're going to be doing a doctor, and I think he would be better for that. Those are the different things that I have to think of as well. Is like, yes, this person could do this, or could I, you know, hold up and use them as something better for a bigger role? My office, what we're great at is if you come in and you read and we like you, if you're not right for the role, we have a certain thought that we keep. And so we'll sit down and sometimes be like, okay, so we're looking for, you know, a car salesman. Hey, remember that guy that we brought in for that yeah. um, thing? And we thought he was a little, it was supposed to be a sneaky role, but he was a little too sneaky. Yeah. What if we use him? You know, those yeah. kind of things. And so. Well, my question is going to be like, how often do you? bring someone like they like how often do you bring them back in because you're casting so much you're casting so many episodes right and like if you like someone you can bring them back in because also you don't send them on the tape's not going on right. whereas like in prime time you don't want to send the same actor for every episode because then they're going to oversaturate and why do you keep seeing the same actors <laughs> okay, so like how often do you bring someone back if you like them like as often as you can as often as we can yeah. and that's the thing is like I said since we only have like a week or two out of what our scripts are we don't really know yeah. where we're going sometimes. Sometimes like, oh, hey, by the way, somebody needs a kidney. Oh, okay, we're going to have a doctor yeah. say, you know, like those are the things that just kind of come up last yeah. minute. And even sometimes my boss will be at our desk and they'll get a call and be like, okay, we're looking for a new contract role. Okay. Right. So my day changes on a dime. But also too, it's different than I'm not signing up for a pilot. Right. I'm still working on my show, but I might have contract roles that I'm looking for. Right. So, right yeah. so yeah, I don't have a pilot season. Like, oh, this is going to be a relaxed day. Never say that out loud if you're in casting because that never happens. Or we'll be looking for a contract role, right? I'll call back and be like, oh wait, what about that other person, you know, that we talked about? We should just offer them that role. You know, so it just depends yeah. on. How many new roles do you see in episode on that version? Well, that many great Our show, uh, the way that it's written is usually within the outlines. They'll, they'll kind of hint at somebody else being new. Maybe like every few weeks we get like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a Spencer employee in this episode. There's going to be a waitress in this episode. And then we kind of have to wait to see the script to see if that actually stays in there uh, before we jump ship. But we might have some sessions, have some people that we like. Great. And then it does work out, they're like, hey, are you free Thursday? You know, so we can just get them in for that. There's no rare reason. You know, one last year, we only had like three people on contract that we hired for that year. The year before, I think we had seven. There's no way to tell. For under fives and principals, mm -hmm. that's also they fluctuate too. Like, completely, completely. Yeah. Like, even this next week of shooting that we have coming up, all the guest stars, or day players is what we call them, all the day players that are in are people that have recruited or have been on before. Okay. So we didn't have to look for anybody new. I just had to make sure they were available for the dates so for shooting. Do you ever 
have to recast gay players, like recurring. Like you said, you have to do contracts, but like let's say right. they, they want to bring somebody back for a storyline, but that person is not available at all. Like they probably would. They you probably would. would, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like that yet. Right. But I've only been in daytime for years. I'm still young and new. <laughs> when you look at, do you look at their wheel and their resumes too when you're throwing people in? Do you look at the whole package? Is it just the headshot? Is it pens? It depends on a breakdown. If you have your reel connected to it, I will see it there. If you don't, that doesn't mean I'm not bringing you in. It's just kind of looking for, yeah, the full package of what I can see. Does your headshot represent you? Does your resume? What have right. you done before? Do you guys keep notes on the people? Yes. Yes, breakdown? we do. We do. Um, one of the other things we do too, because our show is big internationally, that we will sometimes put up breakdowns for a French reporter or an Italian reporter. And a lot of people will be, you know, oh, I, I do the accent. The biggest problem is we shoot or we show in those, those countries. So if it's not an authentic accent, I cannot bring you in. You are literally not from France. I can't bring you in. Because somebody's going to be like, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> Who was it when Brad Pitt did? Um... I just watched Jumanji yesterday. The Rock had to do an impersonation of Danny DeVito with a British accent. And it was but then Aquafina became Dan DeVito, and she was hilarious. That's amazing. Do you have files that we can do on that? Or like, you don't bring back in? Or like, blacklisted? <laughs> or like, we, we will put, we will put notes, you know, like, I'm right down as a way to put notes. Um, yeah, we've had people before who have, because our show is so big, high profile, same things happen. I get the rest of this, and we kind of let each other know if this has happened, where somebody will check in at CBS, and they're here to audition, and if they look a certain way, then the audience knows that we're recasting or we're doing something. So it's very specific about like people who put the camera what they can't say. Um, there was an extra once who walked around with the camera and showed the set and everything. Uh, Huge uh, no no. Yeah, we cannot, we cannot, yeah. yeah. And what about, like, if somebody comes in and has a bad audition? Like, let's say they're just having a bad day or something like that. Like, do you, like, take that into consideration? Absolutely. Like, like, it's like, okay, they had a bad day, like, we can still bring them back in for yes. something else. Yes, absolutely. But there's been several people before who have come in and they just kind of, like, couldn't get the words together, were frustrated for whatever reason, and we were both like, hey, let's try it, but let's yeah. come together, but let's, let's hold on to them for next time. Yeah. You know, let's, let's check out and see. And so sometimes we'll look and see, yeah, they were some of Let's see how they are with this role, you know? Yeah. We don't hold it against you, I promise. Do you do a lot of redirects? Do you do multiple takes with them? Or is it kind of just like, let them do their thing? Usually the first audition is always let you do your thing. You see what character you've created, where you've gone with it. Are you super angry? Are you still seeing the passion? Whatever it may be in that role. When you come in, usually for a callback, that's going to have scenes that are more closely related to the character that we're bringing you in for. And that's going to be another thing. And we'll, we'll play with that. We'll work with you. And we'll, we may redirect at that point. But usually, an initial audition for us is just saying what you to do. How can people get on your radar? Do you go see shows? I do. I love going to theater. You know, if you have a knack for comedy, it can play into drama. I love going to workshops and showcases and things like that. Just to get to know people and see what they have. We see millions of actors all the time. Right. But there's always that one person that we've never seen before.